0: the bums a dime in your prime. Didn't you? People call, say, beware doll. You're bound to fall. You thought they were all... Kidding you? You used to laugh
1: about. Everybody that was hanging out.
0: Now you don't talk so loud.
1: Now you don't seem so proud.
0: About having to be scrounging around for your next meal. How does it feel? How does it feel?
1: That one always gets me at the holidays.
0: It is really. I know. that's true. Hey, I want to thank you all for coming out. Everybody who's uh, watching on the TV and listening on the radio, welcome to you too. We're on TV? Yeah, well, it's the live stream. You know what they call it, the live stream? Oh, cool, yeah. It's just like... TV in the future. <laughs> nice. yeah. People are like watching that. this in the future. It's better than our old TV. Oh, that was in the past. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, yeah, good. Right. Oh, <laughs> hey, let's say hello to the hardest working band in the church band business, the Grand Old Grievous Angel Band. Oh, we are singing for the saved and we are dancing for the damned. We are the Grand Old Grievous
2: Angel Band.
0: Hey, we have got amazing music today. Welcome, uh, Johnny, John Hermanson, everybody today. Uh, and he's gonna be playing his- uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Now, this is an original setting of the Mass that you wrote for the Mercy Seat, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah that's great. And yeah. uh, have you played it uh, a lot, different places? It's been a, it's been a while, but
2: yeah, oh. it's uh, been done in a number of different spots. Holden Village was one of my faves. Oh, out in Washington State.
0: Anything you want to say about it before we launch in? Um,
2: well, it's sort, of been a, it's sort of a twist on the, the original, you know, Lutheran liturgy that I, I grew up with, you know, yeah. it's like that, um, um, the, the whole idea of it being a, a question as opposed to a statement, just kind of, it, it actually came out of my mouth as I was writing it uh, unintentionally, and I thought, well, that, that might be the way to go.
0: Is this the Feast yeah. of Victory? That's a good question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's uh, really good to have you here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Great to be here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed the boutique back there, the holiday boutique. It's not a boutique. It's a bazaar. It's a bazaar. Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. it's spelled bizarrely too. Yeah. We
0: have been having the anti-capitalist Christmas bazaar um, all month here. So you don't don't go buy more things that go in the landfill. Buy stuff that people made that is going to go in the landfill. Yeah. And that's what you, so that's what we're doing here. And today it is a, it's a fire sale. We've been we everything must go. Everything must go. Everything right must go. So right head here. right back there. Uh-huh. Meet a, people,
1: talk it's to a, people, it's a fire sale. grab some stuff, make a no. donation if you feel so led. And there's
0: really qu- some quality goods.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, next Sunday, of course, is Christmas Eve. Uh, a lot of people are busy, people are leaving town, but whoever is available, I want you to be in our choir. Yeah. Show up at 3.30, you're in the choir.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What if you can't sing? Doesn't matter. You're going to be eye candy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Lip syncing. Yeah. yeah. It's going to work. Okay. 3.30 here. There's sign-up sheets scattered throughout the pews. Please sign up if you can, and you'll be notified of many special offers.
0: Absolutely. Fantastic, also to just a reminder, we are beginning to um, soli- uh, talk about our pledge drive. Right. There's information in the pews here and we're gonna really kick it off uh, after the first of the year. But uh, yeah. you will find in the pews these various cards, these cards of mercy. quotes about mercy. mercy cards, yeah. They're called the cards of mercy.
1: I have a James Baldwin. What oh, do you James have?
0: Baldwin. Oh, yeah. I have a, I have a Thomas Merton. I'm Thomas
1: Merton. I'll trade you. So you
0: collect all. You collect yeah. them all. Yeah. And uh, you, you know what fun? these are? Yeah. A lot of times when you give to an organization, they'll give you what they call premiums
1: after you give.
0: After you give. Yeah. You give it. And it's a premium, that's yeah. not the mercy. No. These are pre-premiums. Pre-premiums. You for just you. take just these right now yeah. before you give anything. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-premiums. Collect them all. There are 12. That's the way the mercy You win a prize works. if you collect all 12. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the house of mercy, and welcome to it. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And also with you.
2: Return my soul to your rest. For the Lord has dealt, bound to flee with you And delivered you from death Your eyes from tears Your feet from stumbling In peace, in peace let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy for the peace from above, and for our salvation. Let us pray to the Lord, Lord have mercy for the peace of the world the well-being of the church and the unity of all let us pray to the Lord Lord have mercy for this holy house and all who offer here worship and praise let us pray to the lord lord have mercy the feast of victory for our God, or our foretaste of the kingdom, you said leave your nets be in the mm-hmm.
0: God of mercy, stir up our hearts to prepare the way for your only Son. By his coming, strengthen us to serve you with purified lives through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever, amen. First reading for today, is from 1 Samuel chapter two. Hannah prayed and said, "'My heart exalts in the Lord, "'my strength is exalted in my God. "'My mouth derides mine enemies "'because I rejoice in my victory. "'There is no holy one like the Lord, "'no one beside you. "'There is no rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly, let not arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is God, the God of, a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The boughs of the mighty are broken, but the feeble gird on strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, but those who are hungry are fat with spoil. The barren has borne seven, but she who has many children is forlorn. The Lord kills and brings to life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low. He also exalts. He raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes and inherit a seat of honor. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and on them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall be cut off in darkness for not by might does one prevail. The Lord, his adversaries shall be shattered. The most high will thunder in heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the power of His anointed.
2: Lord, to whom shall?
0: of the gospel, the holy gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me, and, the, and holy is his name. According to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham, and to his descendants forever, and Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months, and then they returned home. The Gospel of the Lord. To you,
1: Lord. The classic, according to Hans Georg Gadamer, the classic has the classic has a superabundance of meaning. That is, each time we revisit a classic, we draw new insights. A classic often contains conflict, realism, violence. The classic admits our shadow side, our fallenness, and perhaps the hope of redemption. That's why, according to your House of Mercy professor, there continue to be three and only three classics. The first, is Rankin and Bass' 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. In spite of some really atrocious songs, I am old Kris Kringle, I'm the king of jingling, the story is about these misfits. The misfits are victims of violence. They are driven away by domination that cannot recognize otherness. So the misfits band together, form a little community, and they end up saving Christmas. Okay, it's a little too tidy. But hey, I'm a sucker for that stop-action animation they use. Animagic, they called it. These hundreds of strange handmade creatures with fuzzy round bodies and great big eyes. They are cute to the point of repulsion. And yet at the same time, I find myself strangely attracted to them. Especially that Clarice. (laughs) Second on our list of classics, a simple story of transformation. The Grinch, Chuck Jones' version, the animated one, the Grinch tries to take away Christmas only to discover that the magic of the season lies not in the presents we buy, but in the hands that we hold. Okay, so it's totally sappy Hollywood drivel, but the recognition seen in the response of that little dog Max is so well done that it qualifies just barely as classic number two. Number one on our list of classics, A Charlie Brown Christmas. It certainly contains a superabundance of meaning. There is violence, rivalry, greed in it. Charlie Brown is the scapegoat on which his friends build their tenuous alliance. Yet in spite of it all, here is Linus, the vulnerable, insecure, sweet Linus, delivering the goods. Lisping Linus, speaking the Christmas story. And the best, most timeless line, Charlie Brown's little sister Sally explaining why she's asking Santa to just send a 10s and 20s. (laughs) All I want is what I have coming to me. All I want is my fair share. Realism, greed, violence. A true classic is aware of the darkness. Mary's song of praise, the Magnificat, is our gospel text for today. It's a song, a musical interlude, an aria at the beginning of Luke's story. We'd like to treat it as something pretty, the feel-good song of the season, sung by a wistful young pregnant girl who like puppies and rainbows and warm woolen mittens, fills us with aw shucks cuteness. But the more you dig, the more conflict And vengeance and rivalry you find in Mary's song. There is violence here. Mary's song does not drop out of thin air. It's actually a carefully crafted reworking of a much more ancient song, the Song of Hannah that Russell read, found in 1st Samuel. And here's the backstory of the Song of Hannah. There was this man, Elkanah. He had two wives. And once a year, they would all go up to Shiloh to make their sacrifice. It was a big public spectacle. His first wife, Peninnah, would get to line up and show off all of her sons and daughters, and they would all make their sacrifices. While Hannah is thinking, those perfect little brats, what do they know? Because Elkanah's other wife, Hannah, had no sons or daughters. She was barren, the text says. And Hannah and Peninnah are rivals, and they go for the throat. The book says, Hannah's rival used to provoke her severely, to irritate her, because the Lord had closed her womb. And so it went on year by year, as often as she went up to the house of the Lord, Peninnah used to provoke Hannah. Therefore, Hannah wept and would not eat. Her husband, Elkanah, first in a long line of mostly men, Spouses who don't have a clue emotionally. Elkanah, the husband, says, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? Why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than ten sons? Of course you're not, you stupid idiot. (laughs) Every year we go to Shiloh, she humiliates me. I can't stand it anymore. Get a clue, old man. Maybe it has something to do with you. So finally she goes to the fertility specialist, the priest Eli, who blesses her the very next year. She brings her baby to Shiloh and she bursts into song. My heart exalts in my Lord. My strength is exalted in my God. My mouth derides my enemies because I rejoice in my victory. The barren has borne seven, but she who has many children is forlorn. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. The Lord brings low, the Lord also exalts. The Lord raises up the poor from the dust. The Lord lifts the needy from the ash heap. The Lord will guard the feet of the faithful ones, but the wicked, meaning you over there, the wicked shall be cut off in darkness. (laughs) That is one violent little song. It's all about turning the tables, retribution, a reversal of fortune in which the mighty are laid low And the lowly received their turn. Is it anything more than gloating? You were on top. Now you're on the bottom. How does it feel? So we have this ancient song of triumph over our rivals. Only now it appears in Luke's story. Luke places some of these very same violent, gloating, vengeful words in the mouth of young Mary. And really, it doesn't take too much imagination to see Mary's song as a song of victory over her rivals. Mary's people are powerless, the victims of an occupying Roman empire. Is Mary's song simply a taunt that celebrates the reversal of fortune? Mary sings, God has shown strength with God's arm. God has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. are Mary's words simply a song of triumph over her enemies? A vision of vengeance? Well, like any good opening, the first chapter of Luke is meant to draw us in. Luke is teasing us, playing with us, it's setting us up. His story is framed by this apparent reversal of fortune. The wheel of fate spins, and this 14-year-old peasant girl from Galilee is quite impossibly on top of the world. But then Luke will pull the rug out from under our feet. And as he tells his story of Jesus, he will show us over and over again that Yahweh, the father of Jesus, is not Zeus is not the great Jupiter who sits on Mount Olympus waiting to punish the scofflaws. Yahweh is not vengeful and a violent God to be feared. And good fortune is not a sign of God's love for you. It is not a sign of your inherent worth. And there is no such thing any longer as the blessing and the curse. All are blessed in this one. Jesus will tell his followers, happy are you, not when good fortune happens, rather, happy are the meek, happy are those who mourn, happy are the peacemakers, happy are you when you are misunderstood and rejected for the sake of my kingdom, because that shows that you are starting to get it, that good fortune is not a sign of God's blessing. Happy are you when that old system of violence, revenge, retribution, anger starts to crumble and fall. If Mary, as well as the readers of Luke's story, are doing any gloating here at the beginning, they will not be gloating for long. Mary's heart will be broken. The old man Simeon will tell her, and Mary, a sword will pierce your own soul, too. Mary will have to watch her child suffer and die. God has shown strength with God's arm. God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. Really lifted up the lowly? What if this lifting up refers to Jesus being lifted up on the cross? For all to utterly humiliate him as a pathetic backwoods Galilean who tried to take on the empire and lost. In Mary's deepest pain, no one will believe the claims she makes about him. She's just a crazy old woman with a crazy son who tried to step out of his place and got what he deserved. But this is not the end. This victim of our violence will not stay in the tomb. Jesus will emerge as the victorious one but in a way that is radically for us, for all of us. Jesus will take our whole violent and vengeful world and throw it in our face and confront us with it. You are measuring your worth according to fortune, according to supposed signs of God's blessing. Well, that whole world is based on nothing but violence. That whole world depends on your belief that you are in rivalry with others for a limited amount of goods, a limited amount of fortune, a limited amount of love, that if some are blessed, others must be cursed. But God's mercy doesn't work that way. In this story, the victim returns from the dead. The victim returns, not as vindicator, not as punishing judge, but as the forgiving victim one who takes the side of all victims, all the forgotten victims of history, one who shines a bright light on all of our violence. Mary's song, the Magnificat, traffics in these images of rivalry, violence, gloating over our enemies, but it also points ahead to the promise of something utterly strange and new, the lifting up of the lowly. The God who looks with favor not on the lowly one now turned powerful and mighty, but rather the lowly one who stays lowly, vulnerable, wounded, scarred. One who teaches us a new way the way of peace, patience, forgiveness, mercy. Is this the feast of victory? This is a deep, subversive, upside-down sort of victory. The victory of the forgiving victim, the lowly one who comes to love us and to show us a new way. And now you are invited, not to sentimental feelings. You are invited to hope. This is not the Hallmark Channel. This is Shakespeare, Frank Capra, bell hooks, and lisping Linus, all rolled into one, speaking truth to power, speaking of hope that knows and names the darkness, the violence, the greed. This is not an expectation that God will come back and kick our rivals in the teeth, rewarding the good, punishing the bad. That is a hollow hope. This is deep hope crucified hope, the hope that whatever will come, at the end, history will be illuminated in reverse by the brilliance of the forgiving victim. And this forgiving victim now invites you to take the side of all victims. You are invited in to this hopeful counter story in working for peace and justice in comforting a friend who is in pain, in teaching and loving your children, your grandchildren, at home and in our schools, in your labor, no matter what sort of culture and practices exist at your workplace, you are invited to follow the path of the cross, to walk in the steps of the forgiving victim, to set off some sparks of this hope-filled counter story to the same old story of violence. It's not a classic without conflict, without realism, maybe even some violence, because you know the situation and you can no longer fool yourself into singing some feel-good song. There is violence all around, violence in our own hearts. But in God's humble servants, Mary, and Jesus, we find something new, something that transforms our gloating into praise, transforms our violence into hope for all of creation. Hear the words of the classic, spoken by Lisping Linus For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Amen.
2: Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us let us find our rest in thee, Israel's strength and consolation come
0: I invite you to join me in the prayers of community. I'll end each petition with God in your mercy, and I invite you to respond. Hear our prayer. God of mercy, help us to hang on to our faith, and not by the skin of our teeth, but with hearts that expand. This may require a miracle when many point to Christianity as a reason to build walls or deny people food Or shelter or wedding cake. Help us to be Christ like, to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with you. God, in your mercy. God of mercy, we pray for all those who are grieving, or depressed, or angry. Help us to be sincerely and tirelessly kind to each other. Help us to be kind to ourselves, to practice a radical self-love, the same love you have for us, which enables us to stand up for ourselves and for others. Help us to read more and think more and to speak up and to listen carefully. God, in your mercy. God of mercy, we pray for all those in our world in our culture, in our neighborhoods, who work for justice. We pray for those who never give it a thought. We pray for those who are battling health problems and the people who are taking care of them. We pray for those who live with addiction, for those who are suffering homelessness. We pray for all victims of violence, hate, fear, of greed, We pray for the bullies, the aggressors. Help us not to use our power to exploit others. Help us to use whatever power we have for good and to give it away when we can. God, in your mercy. God of mercy, we have not always loved you with all that we are. We've hurt people in our lives and those who pass through our lives by the things that we have said and done. We ask for your forgiveness and know that you judge us with your grace. God, in your mercy. God of mercy, meet us now in this extended time of silence. Help us to walk in the mercy. Amen.
2: Could
1: I get everyone to join me in giving a warm House of Mercy welcome to our guest artist today, John Hermanson?
0: Thank you.
2: This is from Isaiah 5. beloved had a vineyard planted with good vines built a watchtower above it and waited for the wine When the time came, yielded only wild grapes. Oh, Jerusalem, did we falter? Have we like sheep gone astray? Did we walk? We build a wall around us to keep us safe.
0: Thank you. The Lord be with you. And
1: also with you.
0: Lift up your hearts.
1: We lift them to the Lord.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
1: It is right to give our thanks and praise.
2: Neither life nor death nor angels nor demons nor rulers neither high nor death nor things past nor present nor future nor anything in the creation can separate us the love of God in Jesus oh himself to be a servant who turns over tables in the holy temple who welcomes the strange
0: God of mercy we have been fed by this meal nourished revitalized that we may walk in the mercy and live in the gratitude amen amen now may god bless you and keep you may god's face shine upon you and may god lift up your spirits and give you peace Amen. amen.
2: The fount of every blessing, to my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for song. still thy goodness prove Here I raise my heaven Here the Oh, to grace, how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to me. Let that grace now, like a feather, bind my wand.